At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Kaboom! If you thought four hours a day, 1,200 minutes a week was enough, think again. He's the last remnants of the old republic, a sole bastion of fairness. He treats crackheads in the ghetto gutter the same as the rich pill poppers in the penthouse. Wow. The clearinghouse of hot takes break free for something special. The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller starts right now. In the air, everywhere. Back at it, the podcast dojo. No days off. Well, that's actually not true. There were some days off. I'll explain what that's all about. You'll hear that here. You didn't hear that anywhere else, but... Here we are because four hours a night are not enough. It's the fifth hour with Ben Maller and Danny G Radio, the secret star of Covino and Rich, and he hangs out with us on the weekends here. Eight days a week, eight days a week. No, you should have the nervous farts. And he's not not really Danny G anymore. He's, He's soon to be Daddy G Radio, his new radio moniker. Daddy. How's that going, Danny? Everything good with that? Now, every time I open up Twitter, I see Daddy G all over the place. Yeah, it's your new thing. People love it, man. That's the way to go. It's like when Snoop Dogg changed his name. What was he, Snoop Lion or something like that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That lasted about as long as his Steelers fandom. Yeah. Well, just make sure it doesn't go the way of Kanye when he became Yee and became like a Nazi. You don't you don't want to go down that road. You don't you want to try to avoid that as much as you can. You know what I'm saying? Racist. Yeah. Uh, I don't think any of us have anything to worry about in regards to having that sort of meltdown. <laughs> Highly unlikely. You, you'd, you'd most likely have to do a lot of things up in those Hollywood Hills, a lot of uh, a lot of pharmaceuticals up in those Hollywood Hills for that to to be the case. So uh, before we get into the the nonsense on the podcast, I, I would like to point out that I was not on my watch post on Thursday. I know we had Thursday into Friday. I know we had Benny versus the Penny and all that. 
Um, but just a programming note, as you know, I hate missing time, and but this was scheduled in advance. There's a uh, a family situation where it's, no, 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 it's an it's a tribute to my father, who passed away a couple years ago. And uh, in the Jewish faith, you're supposed to have an unveiling after a year. Well, actually, because of COVID, we couldn't get everything, all the ducks lined up in a row. And plus, there's some logistical issues with my my relatives, my my brothers who live outside the area in the Midwest and the East Coast. So everything, everyone's in town. And I felt like I would be a douchebag if I didn't take some time off and spend time with people who traveled from far away. And so that's that's the reason. But after this weekend, I'll be back to the normal nonsense and all that. So I just want to get out of that out of the way. And it's you know nothing bad. It's a tribute. And I get to see some relatives I haven't seen in a long time. I got people flying in from three time zones, I believe, three or four time zones. So it's pretty, pretty neat to see people I haven't seen in some time. With that being said, on this podcast, Wait, wait, don't bury the lead. What's that? What's that? Relatives who dissed you at Disneyland last time, are they part of this? No, they somehow did not make it out. They did not not make the trip, but there are others that didn't diss me that have decided to make the sojourn to the winter wonderland of Southern California. So we've got What a Dinghy, SeaWorld, He-Man, Pop Goes the Culture, and back scratcher. So we got a lot of content for you. And you always have to listen to the end. People were emailing me, Danny, that we we dropped a few bombshells at the end of the Saturday podcast that they had to listen all the way through. And if they hadn't, if they hadn't listened to the very end, they would have missed it. Yeah. So, yeah. We really do save the best for last. Yeah. Sometimes we screw up and save the we bury don't bury the lead, my man. And uh, every once in a while we bury the lead. So we begin this podcast with a trip back in time. The week that was, this being Saturday, as we are dropping the podcast on Saturday, you can listen whenever you want, but this is the life of Maller and the life of Danny G. And I got to tell you, we are really international men of mystery, Danny, being big-time radio personalities. We're living the dream. We really are living the dream. Actually, it's kind of scary, but that was my dream. The lesson is to dream bigger, right, Danny, when you're a kid? (laughs) Dream of being a hedge fund titan or something like that? Great cash, homie. But uh, it was a wild week. Everyone I've run across who lives in this uh, Southern California area has all had amazing stories. It started on a, ro- a rain-soaked uh, night on Sunday, but it wasn't that bad. There was some drizzle. It wasn't really that bad. There was there was another storm that came in on Monday. Now, I did not pay close attention to the television weather. I didn't watch the weather. I did see that there was rain on my smartphone app. And so in, you know, as I looked at it, I was like, ah, you know, it's probably light rain. It's no big deal. I can handle that. And also in fairness, my wife, her car broke down again. We had another Malamobile meltdown on the way to work. So I did need to get out of the house. I had to pick her up from work after I got done with work. So that was part of my motivation to leave the Maller mansion. Nevertheless, as you know, Danny, and you'll teach your son, as you are now Daddy G Radio, you'll teach your son when your son's older there, that life is just a series of choices, right? The ones you make now will affect the next choices that you make. And if you make bad choices, and then you make more bad choices, you end up in a bad situation. So 
I made a really dumb decision, a tactical error, a strategic mistake, as Sun Tzu would say. And I learned a valuable lesson that they say that rising tide raises all boats. Well, rising water on the highway raises all cars. I learned that uh, very valuable lesson. It was like, and I'm sure you've got some stories on this. It was like demolition derby, Danny. It was a slip and slide. And I'm coming all the way from the North Woods. I got a long commute, a very long commute, a lot of miles, a lot of time in in L.A., uh, circumventing the highways and byways of the L.A. freeway system, which fortunately at night when I come in, it's not too bad usually, but you add a little rain on top and watch out. So I'm on the, if you're familiar with Southern California, those of you that most of our listeners are not in L.A., but on the 101 freeway, which goes through downtown Los Angeles and slices through Hollywood on its way to the San Fernando Valley. I was on that part of it, which goes right through the heart of downtown L.A. And it's a very old freeway. That part of it in L.A. is really old and not designed for the modern automobile. And this was one of the most terrible experiences I've ever had in my life. I was convinced a couple times I was going to end up in a fiery crash. And I I didn't know whether I'd live or not. I was like, oh, my God, it was so bad. And here's how bad it was, Danny. So right around, you're familiar with this. So I'm in... I made it through downtown LA. It was not good, but it got even progressively worse. As I got around Melrose, Sunset, uh, Hollywood Boulevard, like that area. Yep. I'm driving in the middle lane, 20 miles an hour, maybe, I think it was like 15, 20 miles an hour. Everyone's got their emergency flashers on. I had not seen that level of rain in LA. Like I've seen bad rain. I've traveled to Buffalo and, Wisconsin and Chicago and some other places. I've seen some terrible in Boston, but I never, that's not normal in LA. I had not seen that since El Nino, El Nino uh, back in the, in the nineties, a long time ago. This is call it what you want. Bomb cyclone atmospheric river. It was a lot of fucking rain is what it was. That's all I know. It was a monsoon typhoon, whatever names don't matter. And so that was really a dumb move. I, I wear the shame, the bell, the shame bell on that. that. That was a bad. I'm driving through this deluge and I'm like, what a dinghy. I should have brought my dinghy. I would have been better off than in my car. And and it's like years ago, I would have had no options. But now ever since COVID and, and since some other stuff that I've done, I have a home studio now. I don't have to drive in the bad weather. I feel bad for for the guys like you, know, you Danny, and some of the other guys have no choice. You have to be in the weather. Like I have an option of not driving. And uh, anyway, uh, I will I will let everyone know. I want to let all the affiliates and all the listeners know from now on. I'm going to look at my weather app, Danny. And <laughs> if I see heavy rain, I am bunkering in place. I am not leaving the Maller Mansion. I have officially become a pansy. I, I have officially become a wuss. And uh, that's it. I guess I've become old, Danny. I'm now that guy. I'm now turning into my father who would never leave the house when there was a drop of rain and I'm now becoming that guy. (laughs) Yeah. You, you really need to just stay home and use your home studio. uh, When there's a monsoon Yeah, on this podcast, before I mentioned that one lady in my neighborhood who attacks any mailman, any UPS driver, DHL, 
uh, UPS, FedEx, it doesn't matter, the driver's company. She hounds these guys because she's lonely. So yeah. as soon as she sees a male carrier, poor guy gets trapped in a conversation with her. And we have overheard her glorious conversations, and they all start like this. Can you believe this weather we're having? <laughs> and my wifey always shakes her head like that poor guy she, she's like jesus i would just drive away and like leave her standing there because she'll <laughs> never, she just never shuts up it was awesome ben because one of the days where the rain was coming down so heavy she was out there with a raincoat still trying to talk to one of the male carriers relentless relentless is beyond yeah the word to describe it she's like and a ch ch chihuahua <laughs> <laughs> she's in a puddle up to her the top of her socks that's some perseverance she's not on social media like there's ways you can talk to people you don't have to be that tenacious to talk to the mailman I mean, she must like that face-to-face uh, uh, -face conversation she must be a fan of that huh yeah yeah so the day after on tuesday morning my school district opened back up. All right. But now, you know, from Ben's story and from hearing about her in the puddle, still attacking the mail carriers, that we did have a flood here in Southern California. So we're back at it for school. Tuesday morning, I get in, I open the campus. The janitor had worked overtime because there was yellow tape all over the campus blocking off this puddle and that puddle, and this walkway, and that staircase. And you looked around, Ben, and it looked like Spidey had been there shooting yellow <laughs> yellow tape webs. <laughs> and my first thought was, holy shit, this is going to be a day that lives in infamy. A thousand kids are about to show up, and there are puddles literally up to your thighs. This yeah. is not going to be an easy day or it's going to be a fun day for the kids. Yeah. 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 So this is going to be one of those days where the adults are screaming their heads off. As my mom always <laughs> liked to say, don't make me scream my head off. <laughs> so, you remember, I'm sure you remember when you were a kid, like, I, I'm sure you did the same thing I did. Like on our, we didn't have a lot of rainy days in California. Well, I grew up, uh, we weren't a lot of rainy days in Southern California, but uh, I remember fondly the few times it did get rainy and on recess, just fucking going for it. Oh, just oh yeah. <laughs> Looking for the deepest puddle possible. Yeah. And then oh. all of us kids would do the long jump. Yeah. Oh, it was so good. Oh, it was yeah, so was good. Fun. Especially yeah. when your mom had those cheap rubber boots she would put over your shoes. Yeah. And when you had those rubber boots on, you were untouchable when you had those rubber boots on. You were Iron Man. You had your suit. You had your suit on. You're ready to go. Right? <laughs> My mom would always tell us, you guys, the water can still get in through the top of the boots. You're still ruining your shoes and socks. Who <laughs> 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 cares? So I'm thinking, all right, well, I got middle schoolers. So chances that a sixth grader is going to break these rules and get inside these yellow tapes taped off areas i i don't know what about the seventh graders the eighth graders probably think they're too cool uh -huh. it's the first day back so everybody is late i was actually early because i knew some shit was going to go down uh the first couple of kids arrive 
Now, I will change the name of the kids here to protect the innocent and the guilty. David and Sam are the first to arrive. Okay. You know, one of them is reading a book. The other one fires up the Nintendo system that's in the classroom. Everything is chill. But now I get a call to open up the front gate for another kid that arrives because they don't open up the front gate for everybody until 7.30 a.m. So I make the walk through all these puddles, Ben. It's, you know, it's one of those things where in California, we can always dip and dodge. Like there's a puddle there to the right, to the left. You can always walk around the puddles. Rain came down so crazy here. Everything was a huge puddle. You felt like you're in Minnesota, the land of 10,000 lakes. <laughs> yeah. There, were like there, there was no way to keep your shoes and socks dry. So yeah. at this point, this is my third walk to the front gate. My shoes and socks are soaked. And I just gave up at that point. I'm like, well, it's a lost cause. I'm going to have to change that stuff when I get home later. Get to the front gate. Let the third kid in. And we make the walk back to my classroom. Now, usually I could leave David and Sam in there on their own, and it wouldn't be a problem on a normal day. But as me and the third student walk up, what do we see? (laughs) These two are out in front of the classroom, and they are both knee deep (laughs) in one of the puddles that has the yellow tape around it. Oh, yeah. Yes, and they are jumping up and down like little hooligans. (laughs) Ben, it looked like a scene from Dances with Wolves. (laughs) (laughs) Outstanding. Uh, So what's your move here? You start yelling at them? Like, what's the... No, uh, I mean, I didn't want to be that guy. Yeah. Um, You know, because obviously that's a fun thing for kids to see puddles that deep. I thought to myself, they're probably never going to see this again. Or maybe in one or what, two times if they stay here in Southern California. I mean, I probably have only seen that one other time here and I've lived in this area for a long time. So I didn't want to take that joy away. You guys, first of all, you need to stay in the classroom. Second, Sam, how in the world are you going to go to your first class when you are that? So, cause I mean, he's his jeans. They look like cutoffs now because they were two colors, blue jean and black from the, the knees down. <laughs> so did he have to do the call of shame to his mom and say, I oh, need some new. Yeah. Ones. Ding, ding, ding. Uh, so I told him, I'm like, I'm not going to make the call. You're going to make the call. Uh, so I let him use the phone at my desk. He had to call his parents to bring him a change of clothes. And he's a seventh grader, by the way. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, so this seventh grader went for it. He had to, uh, have his dad bring him a change of clothes. His dad must have loved that coming back to the school. And uh, and luckily, David had on some rubber boots that his mom gave him, and his pants weren't as wet as Sam's. So he avoided the, the call of shame. But uh, yeah, man, to watch those kids jumping up and down in that huge puddle, something I'm never going to forget. So it was like SeaWorld, basically, right? It was like... Uh, it was. It was like two whales in the water. Wow, that's outstanding. <laughs> Down by the schoolyard. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Okay. I love Walker Hayes. He's amazing. He's so fun. Such a great entertainer. And that's why I'm so excited that JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. The Walker Hayes for JCPenney collection is an upbeat playlist of instant classics with laid-back appeal and down-home vibes. As a dad of seven kids, he knows exactly what fathers want and need when it comes to their style. This collection reflects his casually cool styles with outdoor-inspired details and versatile colors. Perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th, just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. I, I wanted to go back. After my adventure on Noah's Ark, Danny, we talked about You had a similar experience with hydroplaning, right? You were driving in. You were oh, telling yeah. me about that off the off the air. But the torrential rain. So I don't work complaining about the weather like total, you know, you, you know, losers. But when I did get to the studio, I had a couple of hiccups. And I have a feeling that my hiccups affected you, Danny. All right. And, and Covino and Rich. And I'm going to come clean here. Uh, this is like a confessional is what this is. Uh-oh. All right. So I had a pretty interesting night. I don't think of myself as the strongest guy in the world. Now, as always, when I show up on a Sunday night into a Monday morning, I am greeted, and you know this because you used to work that shift, greeted by the rich aroma of rotting flesh, rotting trash. It is the smell that I associate with those studios, the smell of rotting uh, random food from the weekend. And I don't know what these people are eating on the weekends. I don't know. You're there during the weekends sometimes, but it's it's some combination of chicken, beef, fish, and spices and uh, vegetables rotting by the time I get in. And it's just fascinating. Uh, they but, use all the wrong trash cans. A hundred percent. So I I am so used to that smell. I feel like I work for the sanitation department. I mean, I hear I, I get that smell every week. So needless to say, PU, you know, that you know, what stinks and, and all that. So I cruise in and I start the weekday lineup after Chris Plank and, and Arnie Spanier, a couple of my guys, uh, do a wonderful job on Sunday night. And after they get done, a stinking genius turns off the mic. I flip the lights. I try to flip the lights on to set the mood prior to the top of the hour when I start the show. 11 o'clock in the West, 2 a.m. in the East. So I notice the light next to my chair where I normally sit on the far end of the studio is not on. And I'm, I'm flipping the switch like back and forth and it's not turning on. 
So I'm I'm looking around the room and I'm I'm processing everything and I'm like, well, okay, I'm tall enough. Uh, this is one of my advantages. Use your strengths. So I'm like, I'll just stand up straight and I'll reach up and I'll twist the light because it's probably just a little loose. And I'll twist the light and that'll fix it. So I get over to where I need to go. I stand up. I stretch my arm out. I grab the light. These are very hot lights, but it wasn't working. So I was like, who cares? So I grab the light and I twist it a little bit. And then I go back to turn it on and it doesn't work. So I'm like, oh, all right, maybe I need to twist it the other way. So I go back and I attempt to twist it the other way. At this point, Danny, I grab, I twist it, and boom, the thing falls off in my hands from the ceiling. I've now, <laughs> I've now ripped the damn light off the ceiling, and um, and so, you know, I'm like, well, this is wonderful, right? And so this is like a minute before the show starts. I'm like, oh boy. I tried to get it back on. It would not go back on. So now we get to the show and I do the show and it's fine. The show works, whatever. And then we get to the end of the show and I'm cleaning up my notes and my papers and my, my headphones and my mic condom and all this crap, the random shit that I bring as we curse on the podcast. I'm closing out my computer. I'm closing out all the windows. I'm getting things ready for Jonas Knox, LeVar Arrington, and Brady Quinn. Brady was actually in town. He usually does the show from Florida, but he was in town. So as I am, I'm pushing the microphone back where it needs to be for Jonas. And it's a little crooked, so I I, I had to twist the microphone. <laughs> I think you know what happened. I Yeah, I didn't know you did it. <laughs> so I had to twist the microphone, right? So I twist the microphone, and somehow I I turned into either He-Man or Quasimodo or the Abominable Snowman. I was the Yeti. I was Goliath. I was all of these things. Suddenly, I find myself holding the $1,000 microphone in my hand as it is falling off the mic arm. So then I'm thinking initially, Danny, I'm thinking, well, that's fine. I'll just put it back on the mic. But then the plastic, it's cheap, you know, shitty plastic from God only knows where. The plastic had snapped. So I have no idea. I did not use that much force. I I, I know I like to brag about how you know, I'm the, the size of a Mack truck and all that. But I literally just used a little force. The thing comes falling off. So, so I, I guess I like He-Man, I had super uh, human strength and endurance and all that. And I, I didn't have to hoist uh, the, the, the Grayskull castle or anything like that. But uh, this was some kind of interdimensional portal, Danny, because I don't know what the hell happened. In, in the span of four hours, I, to I took down a light and the microphone and so, but but you know, Danny, this is like two minutes before Jonas is about to start, and there's no chance to switch out the mic arm. So poor Jonas, I felt like such an asshole. He had to spend his entire show holding the mic because yeah. there was no other way to do it. So let me interject for a second because now we're on the air for Covino and Rich, and Rich <laughs> is having a microphone issue. I'm sure I'm sure he is having a microphone. And, and, and Ramos, you know, God bless him. He didn't know it was you. But he tells me, yes, yeah, some idiot broke Mike, too. 
so rich sounded what we call in the industry crunchy anything he said was distorted now now hold on okay i did not touch the mic was fine it was the mic arm i don't did they tape it back together or something something also went bad with the microphone okay because Karis was called in and you know that's (laughs) bad news when the uh yeah i don't even know his title but one of the one of the guys there when it comes to uh remotes and it's like the the head engineer or something yeah 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 yeah. he coordinates the engineering there at our network whenever you call him early in the morning he wants you to call him immediately if something goes wrong but the moment you call him he breathes really heavy into the phone he's like did you do it? Was it like that when you got there? That's what he says. So a really fun guy to call in, in situations like this. Ramos is explaining to me the mic arm problem, and now there's an actual microphone problem because Karis switched it out, and he had to do this and do that. But now Rich's voice was distorted. Ramos says, well, I'll talk to him tomorrow. They finally got to it, Ben. For two shows in a row, Rich Davis's voice sounded crunchy <laughs> and distorted. And Karis was in there on our show trying to fix the arm thing again and switch out the microphone. And he was shaking his head and sighing and breathing really heavy. And all of this happened because of you. And I had no idea. <laughs> well, in, 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 in my defense, that, that was not an intentional act. That was, a, that was called an accident. Uh, and, but yeah, it was that feeling, that moment, Danny, when I, I went to adjust the mic, I'm doing a good mitzvah for, for Jonas. I'm, cl- I'm cleaning up the studio. I'm fixing the mic. And I twist the mic and the, the thing comes off in my hand. I'm like, I'm holding it. I'm like, you got to be joking, man. There's no way. There's, I'm not Hercules here. What is going on? We're going to have to commission one more nickname for you. Something <laughs> like the Studio Destroyer. I guess. I guess. But, uh, man, I, maybe I have a six-pack abs or something like that now. And I'm, I'm like a beefcake. Wrong. Uh, all right, we'll move on from that. But that was the uh, interesting uh, studios. Maybe they'll just ask me to stay home because I break too much shit. Kiris yeah. will be like, hey, you know, don't come in here anymore. Just keep yeah. it your home studio. We, we, you're, you're costing us too much money. When they open our brand new studio in a few weeks, they'll probably not allow you in it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's probably better that way. It's probably better that way. Uh, so pop goes the culture. That means Ohio Al. Strike up the band for our guy, Ohio Al. All right, wonderful. So we'll do a few of these. We don't we don't have too much time left. We'll do a few of these things. These are pop culture stories that caught my attention during the week. Brian Cranston, you've heard of him, right? Kind of a big deal in Hollywood. At, of at course, the- Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad. So he did the Conan O'Brien podcast. I guess he's got a podcast. I think he does a little better than us. Uh, But Brian Cranston was on the Conan O'Brien podcast and randomly out of nowhere told the story about how he lost his virginity to an Austrian prostitute at a whorehouse in Austria. That was interesting. 
<laughs> sure his family was proud to hear that story. Yeah. Yeah. No, he was uh he told like in great detail about how he, he didn't have enough money, he chickened out, and then the I guess the woman felt pity on him and just took a deal and uh took his took his money. You had this weird Rod Stewart story that popped back up. I don't know if you saw that one this week where I guess it's an old story, but I didn't hear about it and it popped back up on the radar where he back in the day in the eighties and he would do the cocaine, but according this actually Elon Musk kind of activated this because he sent out a tweet about it. Rod Stewart, he, he had a cocaine habit, but he was worried about his voice and he knew that he did a lot of cocaine. It would mess up his nose and his voice. And so instead of using it the old fashioned way through the nose, well, I guess he did use it the old fashioned way. Uh, what's the other way, Danny, that one can consume uh, cocaine? Some people smoke it. No, no, no. no. It up. Uh, how about the uh, through the back nope. door, Danny? How about uh, oh, yeah. I, I don't even know. I don't even know how else you can use cocaine. Well, I didn't either until I read this story. But yeah, Rod Stewart, he loved the cocaine in the eighties as a rock star, but he did it. He 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 would put it in. No, <laughs> no. Yeah, he would put it in little capsules. And then uh, right up the uh, keister, right up the uh, poop chute, right there in the uh... yeah. As little kids, we knew from Crocodile Dundee that you could put it into hot water and stir it up to help the guys cold. Remember? Yeah, yeah, sure. But uh, man, Rod Stewart, man, back in the eighties, how yeah. was that man? They won the drugs. Uh, what else did, did I did he need the cocaine that badly? If you're going to go to that level, I mean, I'm, I'm just saying, I'm just, uh, you know, that's. Uh, that, yeah, that's yeah. no longer your number one drug choice. That's your number two drug choice. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. Uh, here's what you know that that famous mean of the it's it, the, the little kid, a little black kid who's he's holding a Popeye's cup. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The kid in the orange shirt. Yeah, yeah. Did you see this kid? He's a college football player. He's an offensive lineman. And he sent out he sent out a uh, a comment on, on Instagram and Twitter about how he's all grown up now and he's in college and all that. And he got an NIL deal from Popeyes because of it. That's perfect, right? They cut him a check. They should. It's crazy. Yeah. The kid looks as he's in probably his early maybe late teens, early twenties. He looks just like you would imagine. Like he's grown up. He's a, he's a, you know, he's a cute fat kid. Now he's uh you know, he looks like a, an offensive lineman. He's a big guy. This ruins it though. I, I like it when TV kids stay as TV kids forever. I don't like that. Where are they now? I don't want to see what they look like now. Like you know, that, remember that liar, liar thing we saw from <laughs> that online magazine. Oh, the tabloids in London? Are you talking? Yeah, 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 yeah. That was. Uh, <laughs> that yeah, was- that kid that was liar liar. He he looks like a Canadian football player now. Yeah, it's odd how that worked. <laughs> I wish I could pull off those suits. Pretty, pretty wild. Yeah. So the meme guy grew up and cashed in. Cha ching, cha ching, cha ching. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Okay. I love Walker Hayes. He's amazing. He's so fun. Such a great entertainer. And that's why I'm so excited that JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. The Walker Hayes for JCPenney collection is an upbeat playlist of instant classics with laid-back appeal and down-home vibes. As a dad of seven kids, he knows exactly what fathers want and need when it comes to their style. This collection reflects his casually cool styles with outdoor-inspired details and versatile colors. Perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. Uh, I saw Tom Hanks did an interview this week. He was complaining. He was upset with people who accuse his family of nepotism. <laughs> and uh, but he, his argument was it's the family business, right? That that's what, you know, like if you have a, you, you've got your kid in the oven there, Danny. And when your kid gets out, if your kid wants to be in radio or podcasting, that would be the family business. And you could like lead him on the way. And I, I don't know about that with Hanks though, because the way I, the way I understand Hollywood is like once you're associated with Tom Hanks, doors are open for you that would not be open for Joe Blow. You still got to do the work though, and you still need to be talented on screen. Like his son is very talented. Now, if if he sucked, then you could say, well, it's because he's Tom Hanks' son. Yeah, but that's like the difference, like in. Sports, if you're Michael Jordan's kid, Michael Jordan's kid didn't make the NBA. Magic Johnson's kids, you know, it's like, yeah. Now, there aren't Scottie Pippen's kid is a fringe NBA player, but it's not like in Hollywood. I feel like it's easier with acting. And, and, and it's possibly because I. Basically I saying anybody could be a good actor. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's exactly what I'm saying. Like, it's, I don't think it's that difficult. Like, I don't. I mean, because of the way acting's done these days, now there are some roles that are over the top and all that. But yeah, I don't. I think the, it's, it's that or playing in the NBA and scoring thirty points a game. I think uh, it's easier to be an act. But what do I know? I don't know. I just oh. do a weekend pop. Any the Oscar nominee? Yeah. Uh, last one on the pop goes the culture. Did you see the excitement? The pandemonium. In the state of Tennessee, the governor announced that blank 
would be opening up. It's a restaurant. Did you see this? Which restaurant would be oh, opening? Oh, I, I sure did. I saw a couple of my friends who live in that state posting this on Facebook. Yeah, they are bringing the first In-N-Out burger, yep. a staple of California, La La Land, and it is heading to the Eastern Time Zone. That is the first, we are told, In-N-Out burger on the eastern part of the United States. And can you imagine, Danny? Like, we live in L.A. Every In-N-Out burger I go around, there's a line mm-hmm. at, at any time of the day. Yep. Imagine the, the ex- Californians that left the People's Republic of California that live in the South or within somewhat reasonable driving distance. Can you think about how long the line is going to be at that In-N-Out Burger? And wow. quite a few ex-Californians moved to the state of Tennessee. Like even personally, we know friends and I have some extended family who all moved to Nashville during COVID. Oh yeah, we I I know so many people that live in now in the South, Tennessee, yeah. Florida, Georgia, Texas. Texas is another big one. Yeah. yeah, like we have lots of friends. Like if I go on a road trip to the South, I like know a bunch of people now. Like people I used to work with in radio, friends of mine from different jobs I've had over the years. So, yeah. and uh, it's like when a lioness has a taste for human blood, <laughs> all she'll eat, Ben. So you know those people they crave in and out. They were freaking out on Facebook and social media. So you talk about lines. It's not just a regular line of cars. It's a line around the block, and it goes into the main street. Can you imagine what that line is going to be like? Uh, it's going to be the size of a whale. Uh, it's going to a blue whale. It's going to be astronomically massive, redonkulous uh, is what it's going to be. And it, it's not the same. Like I know in the, the, the comparison, the comp would be like in California, we have five guys. I've never been to a Five Guys that has a line out the door. I've not seen it. Yeah, it's too would, expensive. That's why. Yeah, it is pricey. And they took the peanuts away once COVID started. I don't know if they're back, but they took the peanuts away. I'd go in there and eat peanuts for ten minutes, and I'd fill myself up and eat a small burger. Well, That's everybody knows that you get COVID from peanuts. Oh, clearly, although you're you're gonna die from the uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, and then the other one's Culver's, which I love. Culver's is not where I am. Uh, it's a Midwestern, like in and out Wisconsin place. They have the cheese curds. But I get my fix when I go to Arizona. So, in fact, I, I text my my cousin. I said, I said this week, I said, I'll uh, probably come visiting you around the Super Bowl and I'll uh, <laughs> I'll see you and I'll go get some uh, some cheese curds is what I will. I will be getting there. Uh, all right. We have back scratcher real quick. We'll get on on back scratcher. Did we have Danny? No reviews, one review, two reviews, or none of the above. I'm going to say one review this week. Danny G, you are incorrect. We had three, three reviews this week. We're blowing up. Hell yeah. All right, first one from, and these are actual reviews by actual consumers of the podcast. You know how you read Amazon, there's bullshit on there that's not real. These are real human beings. These are people that have jobs, that have families, that have pets, that uh, get out of bed, put one sock on at a time, the whole thing. They pee and poop also? I believe they shit and they piss also. James in Arkansas writes in, and he gives us five stars, Danny, five stars. 
He says, it seems to me it is poor management if your bosses depend on podcast reviews to decide if you have a good show. It's a five-star podcast. Suits, what a bunch of over-promoted morons. Oh, Wait, you can't say that in the reviews. They read those. You're fired. How about James taking a cheap shot at our bosses? That's outstanding. Good job by you, James. We did not tell you to do that, right? Danny, we had nothing to do with James. Nothing. Absolutely nothing to do with that. Uh, speaking of bosses, I should have probably used this earlier in the show. I got the uh, the weird phone call, that awkward phone call, Danny, from our boss's cousin, who's a big fan of Fox Sports Radio in Minnesota, who oh. called into the show. She's list, She listens from time to time, and she called into the show. And so... As always, if the cousin of the boss calls in, what happens, Danny? They get as much airtime as they want. We yep. blow we blow out the clock, and they can talk and talk and talk. And, and I they- saw some Twitter traffic about this, and I wondered what everybody was tweeting about. Now I know. Yeah, I blew past the break about seven minutes, and we just let her talk about random stuff. And uh, and I'll keep my job for another year. Uh, JD writes and he says, "Great show, Ben and Danny. You brighten up." the weekend how great is that we brighten up this guy's weekend it's nuts and meat that's what it is wonderful all right last one we'll get out on this my man jason in rocky mountain virginia headline on this says the best guys as you know i am a longtime listener and have taken the militia oath the fifth hour is simply the best i look forward to it all week and you kill it every time definitely 10 stars if they had the option, uh, five stars uh, plus two or what? I don't know. I yeah, think. five for me and five for you. There you go. Uh, he says they don't have the option for Dan. But anyway, I, I get what you're saying there, Jason. Uh, thank you for that. Jason, a hat benefactor. He sent me the one of the Red Sox minor league affiliates there in Virginia. So I have that in my, in my rotation. Uh, anything to mode here, Danny? We've got NFL playoff action. Playoffs? Yeah. Yeah, it is Saturday. That means I'm going to go in, have some fun on the air with Jonas Knox from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. West Coast time. And then right after that, Steve Hartman and Ephraim Salam. Make sure those guys don't leave any rotting food in the trash and don't break the microphones. I know they're all swole over there and they're all buffed and all that. And they're built like me, like a tank. So try try not to. There's a sign on the second mic arm that was put in its place that you broke. It says, do not touch. <laughs> Your stay, name away. Is ben. stay away from Calamity Maller. Please stay away. <laughs> stay away. Stay away. Stay away. And Danny, you, of course, are not going to tell management. You're not going to rat me out, right? You're, this is our little secret. They, I know they don't listen to this podcast. It's our little secret, right, Danny? I would never tell a soul until no. Ramos gets in on Monday. Yeah, you're not going to get on with Cavino and Rich and say, wait, you guys aren't going to believe this one. Wait till you hear what I found out. <laughs> uh, all right. Anyway, have a great day today. Thank you for supporting the podcast. You guys are the greatest. And we will catch you on uh, Sunday with the mailbag. Asta pasta. Got a murder. Got to go.
At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.